What the fuck? Oh, shit. Oh, that's music. Welcome back to Beyond the Diamond, the season recap episode. This episode is brought to you by Big City Wings. Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. Be someone at Big City Wings. Uh, Morton Ranch location is now open. They have 13 locations near you. Uh, Zing Zang. 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 Get Zang. Uh, their new Zing Zang Bloody Blazing Bloody Mary mix, new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary ready to serve. Uh, boys, this is a great, yes. great day. Great for to the crack mornings. one of these open oh, for abs- the wild card games. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what, also morning what, wild what I love about this too is I'm I'm a, I'm a big bacon in my Bloody Mary guy, and they have it infused into the mix. Ooh, so, yeah. And you can get these at any major retailers, H E B Specs, Total Wine, liquor stores. Um, which is huge. Yeah. And then the third celebrity mint, celebrity mint, uh, shout out to Kenny Duncan Jr. Matthew Duncan for letting us be part of their new drop. They're going to be at comic con, New York city, uh, October the 14th. So next Saturday with Rick flair himself, dropping their new, uh, chibis and, uh, training cards, gold plated silver, uh, legal tender. It's going to be really, really cool to see what they're doing. Game changing. They have Jake Paul lined up. They have, uh, Mike Tyson lined up. They have Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather lined up and Pete Rose himself. So they will be at Comic-Con at the eBay Live booth at 1130 on Saturday, October 14th. And boys, the season coming on. It's over. It was a journey. Big journey. Month to month. Mm. Week to week. Day to day. Day to day. At the end. It was scary. <sighs> What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, shit. Oh, That's Brian Lieber's music. Oh, oh my god. Oh, what wow. the fuck? Oh, what Who the is fuck? that? Dude, from <laughs> standing 6'4, 225 from Soul Ross State, <laughs> the West <laughs> Texas Harvard, Brian Lolima. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. Fine, dude. What's up, dude? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Good to see ya. Uh, okay, so we don't. The man is back. The man is What's back. What's up, boys? All the way from 790. Yeah. Our guy, B Dog. What's Lima. up? What's up? Off the IL just in time. Off oh, the IL. I'm still on it, but I'm here. He's been battling back yep, the last couple months. Herniated disc. I got uh, two different injections that didn't really work. So now I'm headed towards surgery. Got a meeting with uh, a surgeon next week. So we'll get that figured out and try to uh, get better. But. For anybody that's never had a herniated disc or bulging disc, I wish this pain upon no one. This is absolutely terrible. It changes your quality of life. It sucks. Walking up the stairs was a pain in the ass. But uh, shout out to you guys and uh, Garrett and Noah for filling in while I was gone. Josh getting some camera time. I thought uh, everything we've done has been pretty damn good. Yeah, it's been uh, fun. Yeah, no no surprise there. But yeah, man, playoffs are here. I'm pumped. uh, Pumped to be back. I'm a little nervous. Don't know why. It's a lot different than uh, when we used to do it from a broom closet together. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, pause. But, you know. <laughs> what a way. What a way to come you ever, back. Do you, you ever like think about how we started this podcast? Like, yeah, literally. Me and you had to save our own audio and then send it <laughs> to it. Josh. We like, had to save different parts. Like, you, were, you were panicking, making sure we didn't delete it and stuff. Like, <laughs> Or like we're using the webcam from like the MacBook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my no, Wi-Fi right. would go out, so it'd just be like oh, pixelated. No. Oh. oh my god, dude, those were the those were the days, man. Those were the days. All the way from uh, broom closets and living rooms, interviewing Brent Strom at seven thirty in the morning to uh, what? How many years is this now for the Astros? Seven, seven consecutive, right? Seven, yeah, seven, yeah, seven. Yes, is it seven? seven. 
2017, 18, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3. Damn. Yeah. Seven straight playoff appearances. Almost a Six. decade, dog. I know. Almost a decade. Six, All right, I need uh, to know right off, the, right off the rip. Yeah, here we go. When did you think we were dead in the water? Ha! The whole <laughs> fucking season? <laughs> um... Man, it probably when uh, probably when they got swept by the Royals. Yeah, that was late I think, in the season. Yeah, collectively we all said that, right? We said they, yeah, we yeah, said that exact yeah, thing. That, definitely, that definitely. was like even me. I'm one of the most optimistic people, but like I know even that I was like, guys, seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. So the the running the running inside joke with us in our group chat is me saying get the golf clubs ready, right? Yeah. Um, and I said it quite a bit, even at times when I was just being sarcastic, trying to fire people up. But it, it got to a point when they got what they lose, they lose, they lost to the Royals two out of three. Then no. the A's two out of three, and then they get swept two out right? of three, but to Baltimore. To Baltimore, right? And then uh, then they end up getting swept by the Royals. Like yeah, that was not a great stretch. The yeah. Fucking <laughs> Royals. They were thirty nine and forty two at home. Oh, but yeah, I thought I thought that's when they were dead in the water for sure. It was. It was a little hairy at times, and I, and yeah. this is the season recap episode, so we could just go to spring training, and. Honestly, it feels like we were just there. Like this year has kind of flown by. Yeah, I feel like I'm in no April question. still. But seeing this team coming <clears throat> off a of World Series, seeing them at spring training, we saw Jose Abreu look really, really good. Uh, something must have happened. I think that back injury really yeah. was there. But then losing Altuve right off the rip, uh, it sucked. And I think we go as as, as he goes, mm-hmm. and he's just the heartbeat and. When you lose him for 70-something games, it's tough. Um, the pitching really early on kind of carried us. Uh, the emergence of J.P. France. But there was a lot of dudes. I mean, Sean Dubin was throwing games. That's right, yeah. Uh, I forgot about Dubin. Madris at one point had like a streak. Like he played like 20 games at one point. Like The team was kind of kind of crazy. I mean, Jolksy yeah. got a lot of playing time. Kess got a lot of playing time. Uh, yeah, Ronald pe- Blanco got a lot of playing time early. Yeah, people forget that uh, Jolks was on the uh the uh roster when spring train out of spring training the opening day roster and Corey lee was not Corey lee was a part of this team and now he's up there with the white Sox after getting traded but yeah you look at losing luis garcia early on losing lance mccullers uh altuve gets hurt in the world baseball classic Jordan eventually gets hurt with an oblique injury uh jose abreu his struggles um Rafael Montero was awful for a good part, good part of the year. Came on strong as of late, but uh, yeah, what an up and down season! Holy shit! Well, I'm, and I'm just looking at this. I had no idea. Ronald Blanco, Blanco and Brandon Belat combined for 20 starts. Luis Garcia and Jose Urquidy, 16. Oh, that's right. Jose Urquidy was out for yeah. uh, more than half of the season. Yeah, they only yeah. combined for 16 starts compared to Belak and, and Blanco for a combined 20. I say poor Brandon Belak, but yet at the end of the day, he's still a big leaguer and and enjoying that part of uh you know that part of life. It's but, a ring, dude. He was he was in Sugarland, then he was oh in Seattle, and then he was back in Sugarland, and then he was pitching at Minute Maid Park, and then he was back in Sugarland, and then they then they flew him out somewhere else to start. Like the dude was up and down yeah. all season long, and, and having a baby for the first time. In his right life. there's that as well. And then every single time it seems like even those short notice starts, he came out and delivered at least five innings for you. Yeah. It was it was great. Seth, Seth Martinez, thirty five games. Yeah, uh, Dubin about three. Uh, man, it's it's the end result was what we all predicted, but the way we got here was yeah, crazy. roundabout. <laughs> yeah, roundabout way. That's for damn sure. It, yeah, uh, I don't get it, but we're here. Yeah, when when Altuve went down the World Baseball Classic, say whatever you want about the World Baseball Classic. It, it, that's a 
a conversation for another time. Everyone has their own opinion on it, so forth and so on. But him getting hurt, I was like, oh, no, dude. Like, there goes your guy. You know, he's been here for so long, done it, seen it, done it. Big moments left and right, and now he's not starting because he's on the IL. Like, that sucked. Yeah. And it just carried over. And But shout out to Mauricio Dubon. I mean, he's won our Dog of the Week, uh, Dog of the Month award a couple of times. I mean, he stepped up huge. Yeah. Uh, in the absence of Jose Altuve. Well, he had the what? Producer Josh, 26-game inning streak? Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Yeah, yeah it was 22 month? at least. So. Yeah, it was in the 20s. I know that. This is this is going to upset a lot of people. I love it. Let's hear it. Yonder Diaz, 104 games played, 377 played appearances. Corey Jolks, 93 games, 323 played appearances. Do we really want to go down that road? No, I'm just I'm just going through all these stats, going through. But also the other side too is stepping up to Mauricio Dubon. I don't think anyone projected him to be a 1.9 WAR player and 492 uh, no. plate appearance guy. No, I mean, and he, he exceeded expectations. I mean, just think about let's think about last year when he would get his appearances. People freaked out. What is he doing playing? Mauricio bon, Dubon does nothing. I'd rather have Miles Straw. Where's Abraham Toro when we need him? Just like things Where's like Jose that. Jose Siri? Yeah, why, why do we trade Jose Siri and now we got Mauricio Dubon, blah, blah, blah. And then look at how the narrative started during the season when the, or in the beginning of the season. Oh, Mauricio Dubon, we're screwed. Yeah. He's playing, blah, blah, blah. And then he just kept hitting and kept hitting and making good plays. Playing a phenomenal second base. Figuring it out. Figuring it out. And then he goes on a whatever 20-plus hitting game streak. Uh yeah, and it was uh, the narrative completely shifted. He he had a higher slugging percentage, which I don't. Mauricio Dubon, you would never think this going into the season. He had a higher slugging percentage than Jose Abreu and Jeremy Pena. Jesus, wild. His, his slugging percentage was four eleven. Jose Abreu was three eighty three, and Jeremy Pena was three eighty one. And he wasn't. Wow. I said it last episode. He wasn't even the heir apparent to be a Lemus Diaz utility guy. That right. was supposed to be David Hensley. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, obviously, uh, Altuve goes down. He's not your second baseman, but he created so much value to where he's like, okay, this is our utility guy when Altuve comes back. And obviously, those guys, those Swiss Army Knives, they, they're they valuable because I always go back to, like, Ben Zobris with those Cubs teams oh, yeah. and stuff. Like, he would play everywhere. Like, And I love his, like, player card to be, like, left field, center field, right field, first, third, second. Yeah. And... Uh, so that's just extremely, extremely valuable. Uh, I think the other side with uh, Jeremy Pena not having, I don't think the year he wanted to have coming off, obviously the whole world wanted his attention after winning a World Series MVP. He didn't mm-hmm. have much downtime. Um, he was, I felt like he was trotted out every other commercial. Yeah, he yeah. had to film like <laughs> 1,500 commercials. Yeah. And then all, all of a sudden he had to go to the world baseball classic as well. I think he maybe probably slept in his own bed, probably two weeks. If, yeah. if that, um, dude's got really good biceps. Though. Dude, his biceps have biceps. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's insane. Yeah. And he, he posted a 2.8 war and like, look, if that's his floor. We, oh we'll yeah. If that's it. the floor. Then yeah. I mean, a 3.8 war on baseball reference. Like, yeah. He, I mean, I'll take it. We're, yeah, we're not here. If he doesn't make a, a, a hell of a play up the middle against Arizona yep. game, that first game, in that yeah, series. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think Jeremy Pena still faces unfair criticism, obviously because of what he did in the ALCS and in the World Series, and then also quote unquote filling the shoes of Carlos Correa. Like you saw Carlos Correa yesterday in Game One, 
of the uh, wild card round, make a hell of a play. It's like he does it every single October when he's when they're in the playoffs. And then I think if I'm pretty, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if you, Josh, you could look this up on Baseball Reference. Just compare their numbers. I'm pretty sure Peñas are better comparing the first two years of Correa to his. So I think just that not narrative, but just what people say. You the know, first two years of their careers, yeah, or this of their of their careers, yeah. So I, I may I, have matched them this year as well. I mean, not yeah. home runs, but. Right, and and honestly, what's even crazier about Jeremy Pena is I don't think he's hit a home run since July fifth. Yeah, I think that's the last time he. Hit you know a home what's run. gonna happen? Yeah, no, it's October. Like, he's of course, it's gonna happen. He's gonna hit three home runs. He in might the make DS. a case to go be the, uh, be <coughs> an MVP. It, again. If he does that every year, then I'll take it. I'll right, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, uh, their first two years compared, Correa's WAR was eleven point eight. Jeremy Pena's WAR was eight point seven. Um, Pena played a few more games, had more hits. Correa had 42 bombs to Jeremy Pena's 32, uh, 27 stolen bases to 24. I mean, they're pretty even across yeah. across the board. I mean, Correa's a little bit better hitter. Um, I mean, but hey, say what you will about Gold Gloves, but Jeremy Pena won one right. in his first his first year. So I mean, pretty comparable. Yeah, and nobody expected that. No, no, not at no, all. No, not at all. I, I another, I would say, not expected. But Chaz McCormick emerging to be yeah. your everyday starting outfielder, center field, wherever he's playing. 3.8 war. He had 19, 22 home runs, 19 solo bases, almost a 20-20 guy. Um, strikeout rate was down this year. Uh, his batted ball in play average was 3.31. That's pretty damn strong. Uh, all the metrics are up. I mean, you have your you have the guy that finally replaced George Springer. Like I know they've been trying to you know mix and match and do all these different stuff, but Chaz McCormick has emerged to be your guy in the outfield, and he does it at a high freaking level. Yeah, the frustrating part about Chaz McCormick for me is that he's not the everyday guy. Yeah, he wasn't even the starter in games one or two to start the season. Jake Myers was, and that's no disrespect to Jake Myers, but Chaz McCormick should be your everyday guy in center field. I don't care what metrics you're looking at. I don't care. Whether you want a personal center fielder in there, Mauricio Dubon with Justin Verlander's pitching now that they went and got him at the trade deadline. How is Chaz McCormick not in there every single day? The dude has, what's the statistic that he had? Doesn't he have like two or three statistics better than Julio Rodriguez, right? And Dusty Baker at one point like compared them and he was like, unless you got Julio Rodriguez, you throw him out there every day. Well, I hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure his OPS was higher. There was another statistic that he had was higher. It's just, that's the part that's frustrating for me. Everything he did last year, especially in the postseason, solidified his starting spot for me, in my opinion. Yep. And yet, we didn't see that. We saw the mix and match. Higher on-base percentage, higher slugging percentage, higher OPS, higher OPS plus. Thank you. There's four of them. Yeah. Then Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. It, so. that That's, yeah, he's your dude. He's he is. 100% your dude. The other thing that's kind of, and I'm just run through the numbers and we'll get more into the season here in a second, but Michael Brantley coming back, and mm-hmm. I think everyone chalked him up. It, obviously, he's he's they have to work him up to play, which is fine. Like yeah. they have a process. He appeared uh, fifteen games, fifty-seven plate appearances. Obviously, it's a very very small sample size, but his K rate for those fifty-seven plate appearances was a three point five percent. He struck out twice. <laughs> he struck twice. out twice in in fifty-seven plate appearances. That's incredible, that's man. In, that's and one of I those mean, I remember being ball, bullshit. Dude. One that of those is... was bull- bullshit, I think. Dude, we've There's we've one. we've said it here on this podcast on Beyond the Diamond. We've said it a thousand times on any any Apollo Hour, anything we've ever discussed here at Apollo. And Michael Brantley 
is literally a type of hitter that can roll out of bed, not even brush his teeth and go hit 300. Yeah. It's, like, it's just what he does. And I think Chandler Rome tweeted it out of the athletic. Didn't he say something like you could chronologically or something, you could freeze him? No, yeah. And then like 30 years, you could unfreeze him and he'll hit 300 for yeah, you. Like yeah. the dude is just unbelievable. The other, the other thing, uh, Mr. Altuve only played in 90 games, posted a 4.0 war on uh, fan graphs on F4. He had, he had he, one of the best seasons he's had in years. 100%. If he, if, he played, if he played the entire season, I think you're seeing his highest posted war probably bit better than his MVP season in 2017. Like, he's still getting better, which is crazy. Because it was, it was the, his second highest OPS of his career. He's he's so freaking good. 17 home runs in, in 90 games. Yeah. Um, and then the big three this year that were posted, Tucker... Alvarez Bregman, um, a 4.9 war, 4.5, and 4.3, uh, respectfully. How does Alex Bregman not have a gold glove? He's going to get one this year. So let's let's, let's talk about that. because I does he not in, have a gold glove? In my opinion, I think Alex Bregman is the most underrated player on he the is. Astros. I think he's he one is. of the most underrated players in the league. Yeah, I think yeah. he is as well. I mean, ask to, specifically the Astros fans, though, they always they shit on him like, like he's not. Dude, people wanted him traded last year. He, People wanted to get him traded this year. He was in a he's a notoriously slow starter, right? And he turns it on when it matters most. I, I think the the another underrated part, and like no one really talks about it except for like us. I feel like when he's not getting hits, he's still getting on base. Yes, yeah. Every single season, he's in the top ten, maybe top five for walks across the league. So he's still finding his way on, and people want to focus on. OPS being a little bit down, average being down, slugging being down. But yet, if if in a majority of the time, he hit in the two hole. Yeah. Or you can slide him down to the three or the four. Yeah. And he just finds ways on. He's still elite. Right. And then you get him at this time of year going into the playoffs, and he turns the corner and goes on streaks that you're just like, damn. But the thing that stays consistent the most is his fucking defense. Well, well, How does he not have a gold glove? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and that's and we talked about it last episode. He has m- missed only eight games in the last yeah. two seasons. Like that's he, just you get consistent defense, consistently on base, yeah. and consistently in the lineup. Like that that's you couldn't ask for better than that. Yeah, he and he talked about it. He talked about it with us as well as like him changing his diet yep. because he wanted to focus on the the soft tissue yep. side of things, his hamstrings, his quads, calves, all that. He changed the diet and really focused on that, and you see the longevity of it. Missing eight games in two seasons? Come on, man. That's insane. And and posting a 4.3 war, posting an OPS over 800. I, I was adamant. I was like, his his OPS didn't get back over 800. People are yeah. like, well, he's going to have to have really good you know, 60 games. I'm like, yeah. I mean, just watch it with your eyes. He's right. he's getting – and obviously – Bregs will, will shave in the middle of a game. We know he <laughs> changes everything. Yeah. We saw two-hand Bregs. Like this, like second evolution of of two handed Bregs swinging and hitting tanks. And he I saw toe tap Bregs. And we saw toe tap Bregs. Switched to toe tap, then he got rid of it. Then we went to the two handed approach. I mean, the dude's he, always. I, I mean, and that's what you have to do, especially over one sixty two. And and Kyle Tucker and Jordan also just being some of the best players in the league, and they're getting into their primes. It's crazy. They're both twenty six years old. Yeah, like they're only going to continue to get Man, better. Can, can we? Can we? Uh, <clears throat> glaze over your Don Alvarez for a minute. His you say low glaze on him. Yeah, what's, what's glaze? That's what the kids say when you're glazing. It's a, you're, oh, glazing. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Like okay. glazed donuts. Um, sure. Like, um, your Don Alvarez. His lowest season OPS uh-huh. 
was 2021 with 877. <laughs> that's his lowest. That's his low. That's his worst year. He he hit 30 33 bombs, 877 OPS. <laughs> this year he just quietly hit a 990 OPS. Like <laughs> did he had what? 990 OPS for the season? For the whole season this year. And did y'all <sighs> see MLB Network's top 10 players in the playoffs this year and Jordan was not on that list? Yeah. But they had Justin <laughs> Verlander for the oh Astros. My God. He was the only player that made the top 10. They didn't have Jordan. They didn't have Altuve. They didn't have Tucker. They didn't have Bregman. They had Justin Verlander. Yeah. So I think I think we can not fast forward because there's a lot of stuff that happened early this season. But you want to glaze on anybody else or? I'm not glazing. He no, was glazing. Sorry. We, we glazed glaze. over pretty much the whole lineup. We didn't glaze over any pitchers yet. Uh, that's okay. I'm adamant, and I tweeted about it, that the Justin Verlander trade changed everything. Yeah. It allowed you. You were. You had Framber Valdez. You had JP France come out of nowhere and just be a bulldog, and we could talk. We should talk about JP France. We will talk about JP France. Hunter Brown, the the rookie up and down season. Um, Christian Javier regressing back to whatever this was for the moment. Um, but you had so many unknowns and uncertainties. We led with it. Like Belak threw a ton of innings. Uh, Blanco threw a ton of innings. There's a lot of bunch of guys coming up. But that Verlander start allow the Verlander trade allowed you to kind of stabilize your rotation a bit, at least on the front end, and allow everyone else to kind of catch their breath. Yeah, yeah. Because now the the pressure and expectations, these guys are humans. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Uh, the the money extension, like okay, now you have to like I have to be better than what I was because they're paying me, you know, all this amount of money. Um, by getting Verlander. It allowed the whole rotation to like take a deep breath, and it wasn't like someone you didn't know. He's been here forever, and just plug right back into the locker room, like not like he just studied abroad and he came back. Yeah. And I think I think when we look back and there's a parade on Louisiana Street, like it's the Justin Verlander trade again. That yeah, he's not throwing 99, but he's allowing you to have a solid game one starter, game two starter. Yeah, yeah, and then you know you look at the difference between last year and this year is if let's say they run the table and win the world series and go back to back. You're getting all of these people back. You get all these players back. Like you're not losing anybody. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, right? No, you, you lose. Um, oh, you, Naris, Stanek, Stanek, Naris, Mayton are all okay. free agents to be. And Brantley. Yeah. And Brantley. Brantley. Okay. So uh, still a good majority of the players are coming back. Yeah. And, so, and you still, and you have room in the budget to, yeah. to replace them or sign them again. But I think getting Verlander, you know, there were some names that we focused on on our trade deadline specials where you wanted to go get um, – who was a popular name? Lorenzen uh, was one. Who was it? Lorenzen. Yeah, Lorenzen was one. Scherzer, obviously. Scherzer, yeah. Um, oh, what's the, the guy? Dylan Cease was a name that he didn't move. Um, yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez. Oh, what was he? Erod. He went to – Montgomery. He got traded to – yeah, Montgomery, and he pitched his ass off he did. last mm-hmm. night in the uh, uh, first wild card game for the Rangers. But uh, who was the guy that went from – Giolito. Lucas yeah. Giolito was the name, Giolito. right? All of the, these names, and there's more that we missed. All those names we're talking about. No one really said anything about Verlander. No, I, then, I didn't think it was possible. And then they went and got him. Yeah, yeah they had to get rid of Drew Gilbert and uh, – Ryan Clifford. Yeah, Clifford, right? Um, so they got rid of those dudes. two. Right. Yeah. They got rid of those two, but yet then you everything that – you discussed Des was that it set up different things that you could do with this rotation. And now you got to think 
just looking ahead to next year, now you're, you're going to have Luis Garcia back. You're going to have Lance McCullers Jr. back. You're going to have Fromber back. You're going to have Christian Javier. You're going to have, have Justin Verlander. You're going to have Rikidi. Yeah. Hunter Brown, J.B. France. France like, <laughs> there's plenty of bullets. And then who knows? Like who knows who, appear, who appears in spring training? Like is yeah. Eric Getty going to get his opportunity yeah. next? Yeah. You know, Eric next Getty's spring. On. Like he was. He played. He pitched pretty well in spring or in a uh, uh, Sugarland for the Space Cowboys. Like yeah. they're going to have so many. That's just looking ahead. But going and getting Justin Verlander, I think, was the right move. Um, and he pitched two really, really lights out games. The last his last two outings, which they needed more than anything. And now you get a Justin Verlander. I don't know if he's going to go game one. Don't know if he's going to go game two. Either way, now he's a part of your staff at the front line of this of this rotation. Yeah, it's I, a good problem to have for sure. And I just when you're when you're able to trot out guys like that, and obviously the season was so up and down, but this team, when you need to win the most, they did it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, there was games they they seemed to sleep walk through or uh i mean the i don't want to face the freaking oakland a's or kansas city yeah. royals of the yeah. playoffs yeah thank god we're not, <laughs> facing not the in the playoffs. playoffs no um so i i think you just have this unique opportunity to one go back to back but two this is the same team that won the world series last year the literally same exact team yeah so now that they they punch a ticket and they're playing all these big games and we saw moments where they stepped up in big series. Uh, the Ranger series, they went up to Arlington, South Oklahoma, and, and swept them. The Brave series, when they took two of three, right, Josh? Yeah, no, they swept. Yeah. swept. Swept the Braves. In a, in two of three versus the, the Rays. Rays. The Rays, yeah. Two of three in Baltimore. Yep. So there's big moments and big series throughout the season where they're like, yeah, we're still the Astros. We could do. And I, I and I mean that, yeah. I, I, I really just go back to them being like the Warriors. <laughs> When the Warriors were like, uh, we refused to play on the road. Yeah. And they, they benched all their stars, and they were like, won all their games at home. And then they were like a five seed. And they're like, okay, now we're going to play our death lineup. Right. Like KD's last year, and they were going to yeah. – And they freaking steamrolled through everyone yeah. and won another title. I was like, kind of feels like that's what the Astros did this year. They're like, yeah. we'll pick and choose when we want to play. We'll get in the dance. Obviously, a lot of luck got them there yeah. to get have the you, two seed. But. Have you guys ever compared the two parallels of the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, and the Houston Astros? Pretty damn. Like, look at the Kansas City Chiefs and their history over the last like six or probably six years. Is Bregman Pat Mahomes? Because they kind of came up in the same. Like Mahomes is only seen as a starter, like conference. Yeah, it's all he knows. Yeah, yeah, that's all he knows. And Bregman only knows ALCS is World Series. Yeah, that's it. Like you look at the look at the two organizations, and it's 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 uncanny how similar they are when it comes to winning. Yeah, they just built a built a culture of winning, and they they kept do it. it. Yeah. What was your favorite win of the season? Mm. Oh man, um, the the uh, it was one of the it was early on against the Braves in at Truist Park. Jordan. The Jordan, yes, oh. that one. Because I was worried about how they would look going into that series, and then they got to turn around right after that and go and play Tampa. Yeah, and, and we were kind of reeling at that time. They were. I, I think it was a Friday night. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. and they were down, and Jordan ended up they were having down by a, one, and he hit a two-run bomb. Yeah, and yeah, that I would say that one early. Um, trying to think of what else comes to mind. I'll say mine is going into Seattle and winning that first game. And the late Ooh. in the season, you just got swept yeah. by the Royals. Ooh. They went into Seattle and they put up a statement win. Yeah, and that set the tone for for the rest of the season. I think. 
I'm trying to think of the other one. I think um, my favorite is probably that Orioles comeback against Bautista. Mm, yeah, I mean, that was... Like, oh, yeah, that one was that, good, too. I mean, you faced their dudes, Cano yeah. and Bautista, in a high-leverage spot, and Tucker took over that game. Um, that That's was definitely, probably, I think, Tucker's biggest moment of the year. Yeah, I would agree. Um, uh, putting up, like, 37 runs in two games against uh, the Rangers. <laughs> the Rangers, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Cubs the Cubs series, that Cubs game that, that we had that big comeback <clears throat> post on IG today, uh, I like that one a lot. It's probably slotted number three. Um, yeah. What other games were pretty damn fun? I would say, let me find it. I got the schedule pulled up. Um, getting swept at home by the Yankees was not fun. No. I would say going to Arlington in early September and kicking the shit yeah. out of the Rangers and sweeping their ass. 13-6, to 14-1, 12-3. to That's probably my funnest series. Um. Yeah, because you look. I mean, look at how up and down this was. You win. Um, you win one, two, three, four, five in a row. Then you get so you you sweep Boston. You take two out of three from Detroit. Sweep Boston. Then you get swept by the Yankees. Then you sweep the Rangers. Then you win <laughs> two out of three against the Padres. Then you lose two out of three to Oakland. New, lose two out of three to the Royals. Lose two out of three to Baltimore. <laughs> get swept by the Royals. Then take two out of three from Seattle. And then you sweep the Diamondbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, what a wild <laughs> ride. What a weird month. Man. What a fucking weird. nightmare. Oh, what my God. Weird. I forgot we got swept by the Yankees. Yeah, that's uh, right. Well, that by a bunch of double A and triple guy, triple A guys. Yeah. Like dudes that are wearing 80 and 90 <laughs> yeah. are coming in here and kicking our ass. Uh, I what think, a wild ride, man! I Holy shit! Another another favorite moment um, for me was the Altuve like game back because I just you just felt the energy yeah. Yeah. after his stint on the IL and 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 all that. But also the hate obviously was warranted for you know when your star franchise player gets hurt in the World Baseball Classic. Justin Verlander's not an Astro without Edwin Diaz's injury in the World yeah, Baseball Classic. That's a good point. Like that was, I think, the first like wow, uh, yeah, butterfly yeah. effect moment because yeah. if Edwin Diaz is there, they're probably winning games that Scherzer and Verlander started, but you know, he got Man, injured. That's a great point. But you, you so you look at like I look at two organizations this season. The Mets is one of them loaded. Yeah. And then the Padres, and oh, both of them goodness. were awful this year. Look and at the only, lineup for the Padres. Yeah. And the Mets are the only one that actually did it right and sold all their assets off. Yeah. Padres. The Padres tried to make, make a late run. They I mean, look short. at look at that roster. They went, what, they go look like 6-27 and in, in one-run games or something like that? <laughs> it was, dude. They and Blake Snell's going to win the, the Cy, Cy Young. Young. Right. Yeah. Josh Hader was unhittable. <clears throat> yeah. And he got, I don't know, Juan Soto. Tatis. Manny Pacha- Machado. <laughs> like Xander Bogarts. Bogarts. Yeah, Xander Bogarts. Hun Chung Kim. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, really he's very underrated as well. Like, he, like I just don't, yeah, I don't know how they, they just, you start about like winners win. Yeah. That was a losers lose situation. Sure. They just found ways to lose. It's yeah. weird. They had the third best run differential in the NL. Yeah. It went 82. They should have won 100 games like with that team. Wow. I, they they literally score their run differential is plus one hundred four. Obviously, the Dodgers is two hundred seven, and the Braves are two thirty one. But everyone else, including the playoff teams, are way below them. Yeah, and they didn't make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. They just didn't kept even... losing one run games. Two yeah. games above five hundred. That's, That's insane, insane. Um, circling back just to the season and the, and this last month, and yeah, and we can we can move on after it. 
winners win, and they found a way to do it. I I think the first crack in my foundation of like maybe this is not our year was the go ahead Cedric Mullins home run off Presley yeah. on that Monday night at that homestand. Yeah, to right center over the bullpen, that and was I was rough. like, shit. Like I was yeah. like, and I said the last podcast, I was like, if we just got this this one game, we can just hold on, just hold on, hold on. Didn't lost two or three to Baltimore, got swept by Kansas City, and we had to go to Seattle and Justin Verlander bearing down and and did Justin Verlander things in Seattle. And then the, obviously the, the playoff clinching spot that next Saturday against Arizona, I was like, Oh shit. Okay. This, this is the team I thought we expected to see all season. Yeah. And they just, the we did where the light is. We did in those last two series, see flashes yep. of everything, all the ingredients that we need to win the world series again. Javier looked okay. Javier looked Javier better. Is, Javier hasn't looked bad the last. Four. I'm starting him game three. So yeah. two out of two out of his last three startings were like more like himself. He had yeah. a six inning, then couldn't get out of four the fourth inning, the one before that, but then the one before that, I think it was five innings, struck out eleven. Yeah, that's that's the Christian Javier that we're used to, and that's all we need, right? Honestly, if he can give us five innings, one run, I, I that's all we need, and then yeah. you, you get into you know, you then you have Arkiti in the pen, you have yeah. Hunter Brown. Yeah, I think um, I think he's your Christian Javier is your game three starter. Yes. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into that. We'll be doing yeah. a ALDS preview. Um, uh, you just want to shift to our September dog of the month. We doing dog of the month or dog of the year? We're doing two. We ha- we haven't done September. We waited for you. Okay. For, for dog of the month. All right. I can't bark. I can barely breathe out of my nose. Dog of the month. All right. Oh my dog of the month. September dog of the month. What do you got? I'm going Justin Verlander. I think two those two starts with a season on the line, fighting father time, all the expectation of the fan good. base is on your elbow. Yeah. And you just go out and shove. That's, that's a good nominee. That's a good nominee. That's my nominee. Didn't Jordan just get voted something? Didn't he? He, got, he won player of the month. month. That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, my that, that was going to be mine as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, there's my dog of the month. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say oh, that's two out of three. I guess. You know, no. Let me say. Let me say somebody else. Dusty H- Baker, Hector Neris. Ooh. Well, yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what. Jordan, I appreciate it. You already got the accolades Let's, for. Uh, I'm, I'm, you could talk me into this. You already, you, you already got talk, accolades I mean, he came from, in. from Major League Baseball. But Hector Neris just doing what he did. He came I don't in. give a shit what anybody says. They can be fired up and upset, butthurt, et cetera, et cetera, about what he did to Julio Rodriguez, but inject that shit into my veins. I'm all about it, dude. Now, again, if you said the homophobic <laughs> slur, let's ease up on that, okay? That's just not okay. However, I like the energy, I like the shit talking. Fire me up. Okay. He came I in like it. 12 games, 12.1 innings pitched, one earned run, and 14 Ks. Yeah. Uh, look, man, uh, you, you talked me into it. I'm, I can, I'm, I'm good for that. I'm yeah. Good to give I, it I think, I think so because he's been pretty much lights out all year. But I mean, then this past when you month, needed like, him most. Yeah. He, yeah. uh, he really, dude, you could put him in any situation and he just finds ways out of it. Can't also not taking away from Hector and Ayers, Brian Abreu. Oh yeah. yeah just uh, been a dog the entire season. I was just, gonna, the last two seasons. Like, dude, just an absolute like, dog. I was going to say him too. I mean, they were our two best pitchers of the season. You want to do co? Let me what, look what, at, what, what was his stats? Yeah. Let me month? look at Abreu's stats for the month. Because I could be talking that too. <laughs> I mean, they really, they were the biggest, uh, the biggest thing for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian Abreu. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah. <laughs> 11 innings, zero earned runs, 14 Ks. I mean, 
That's twenty two. That's twenty three in the third innings together, one earned run. Yeah, it's got to be the the combo, the double dog. Those are some bad two headed dogs. Yeah, I mean, why not? What are those? What's a two headed dog called? A serpentine or some shit? That was a three headed dog. <laughs> three headed dog oh. is a Cerberus. 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 Yeah. Two headed dog. We don't come here to play school. <laughs> you know? Not a what, what's a two headed dog? Can you look that up, producer Josh? I don't, I don't think is there's there a two headed. I think dog. there is. And it, what was that one show back in the day? Cat dog or whatever? That was a two headed animal. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cat and a dog. I don't know. It was a two dogs. It was a cat dog. <laughs> whatever. Same shit. What's a two? Oh. A Thurus. A Thurus. Or Thurus. O R T H R U S. I should I feel like the one that starts with an S S should be the two headed dog and a Thurus with yeah. three. But. A two headed dog in Greek mythology. It's called what? Or or, or Thurus. Oh, with an O. Oh. O R T H R O S or U S. Like comb. Like like pan. Or Thurus. Pan. pan. Two ends. Pan. 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 Are you saying pan? So an Orthurus. So our Orthurus Two oh, two headed dog. <laughs> Co-dogs of the month. Co-dogs. All right, Brian so for, uh, for the dog of the month, we're going to give it to both Brian Abreu and yeah. Hector Neris. Yeah. Is that it? We dogs, go that? dogs of the month. We're locking it in. Dogs Final of the month. answer. It, there it, it is. There we, we go. go. <laughs> there we go. We have, uh, we've got some Zing Zang Blaze and Bloody Mary mix. Yes. Um, Coming to uh, you. Uh, Big City got, Wings. We've got uh, a Derek Stingley Jr. jersey, Battle Red. I don't know what size <laughs> it is, but we can get that shipped out as well. We got a Matt Schaub jersey. We um, we'll put that in the gift basket. Uh, replica ring. Yep. Uh, uh, World Series ring. Replica yeah. World Series. Ring. Yep. We've also. Oh, we could trade you. You can give us the real one. Right. We'll give you this one. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, We've also trade. got, of course, the Dog of the Month trophy. They're gonna have to give us that back, but they can look at it, hang out with it for take a, a picture hours. with it. Yeah. Um, take a selfie with it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we'll throw in that small sized Apollo hoodie uh, for free. So uh, check out <laughs> ApolloHOU.com or ApolloHOU.store. Yeah. For uh, merchandise, point. fall is right around the corner. So go get your merchandise. You can. Somebody put a hoodie yeah, or something right here. What a we're we're still here. Sure. Right. We're still uh, here. That's right. Yeah, that was merch. a pretty pretty legit uh, line by Alex Bregman. That was, was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I liked it. That was, that was a bar. Yeah, it was pretty was badass. <laughs> Guess we'll so yeah, there know. are dogs of the week. Uh, dogs, dogs of the month. Dogs sorry. Of the month. Yeah. And All now right. the dog of the year. First time inaugural. <laughs> Twelve month. <laughs> Whoa! Wow, that's beast. a big dog. It's <laughs> a beast deck behind the oh, camera. Oh my god, that, that's the beast from the Sandlot. Our first inaugural—I forget. I don't even know what I said. I don't. First know. inaugural annual annual weekly dog month, of the dog monthly of the year. yearly month year dog of the month. seasonally correct yes dog of the season dog, dog of the, of the season. season dog of the regular season yeah dog of the regular season dog of the season now right. who do you got for this this could get contentious boys uh well you can make a case for Brian Abreu. You could. He's yeah. been nasty all year long. Good. Absolutely. Um, or Hector Neris. I'm torn, but you know what? I'm just going to give it to Kyle Tucker. Wow. Okay. Give it to Kyle That's Tucker. a good one. Did he get 30-30? Did they, they approve that petition uh, or whatever? He's petitioned it. He's still we petitioned. probably won't know for a few weeks. Or something. Um, you know, in our hearts, though, he got it. In our hearts, he got yeah, it. Yeah, 30-30. Um, I'll, I'll nominate mine. Okay. Jose Altuve. But he didn't play the whole season. He came came that came was... back from breaking his hand. Uh-huh. Came in and had one of the best seasons of his career. Still second in the team in OPS, second in the team in OPS plus, 17 bombs. That's my dog of the season. 
because yes. this season, if if he didn't, if he came back from that hand injury and struggled and had like a seven fifty OPS or something, we missed the playoffs. Good mm. point. It's a good fair point. point. Yeah, everyone knows I'm a I'm a man about the clicks and page views. Oh, here we go. So uh, initially, I was going to say Dusty Baker and his coaching staff. <laughs> But fuck. officially, the fuck up. I was going. What <laughs> he won a division, and got the two seed. Just, just yeah. You trust officially? Those, you trust those lineups? Officially, I mean the end result was so AOS title was in a two seed. If I woke out of a, uh, out of a coma right now, and they're like, "Hey, the Astros got the two seed and won the West," and be like, "What's been hell up here?" <laughs> I mean, it's fair, but I'm over. going to okay. officially, uh huh, officially submit my pick. Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping one of y'all was. <laughs> I was like, I hope he says it. Well, mine was torn nine, between. 990 OPS, yeah. Yeah. 293 average, 31 home runs, 97 RBIs. A lot of clutch moments against big teams. How many games did he play this year? Or I'm sorry, how many games did he miss? He, he played, played 114. 114. Okay. So he so missed, missed 50 games. Almost. 48 games. 48 games. Yeah, that was that was the only thing that deterred me from dog of the year, dog of the Raiders season. But but I he mean, still led the team in homers. I know <laughs> he missed like fifty games and still there in, in RBIs. He was only like two behind at one point. Yeah, after missing fifty some odd games. That, I think I think that's fair. I think Jordan Alvarez is probably the the dog of the. Season. I don't know. Do we want to get? I uh, think we should leave it up to vote. We're gonna leave this one up. I think we leave what it up. Let get? the people vote. Let's get there. Let's get there. Come hey, here, Noah. Noah. Who would your dog of the season be between yeah. between Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, or Jose Altuve? I'm going to do Altuve. Okay. Garrett. Dubon. <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? No, between between Tuve, Alvarez, and Tucker. Dog of the season. You got I mean, you just have to give it to Tucker. With the injuries with the injuries to the other guys, he Thank carried. you. Damn, I got oh, no man. All right, all right, all right. So who are you saying? Yeah, go ahead, Noah. I'm going to say Tuve, but for kind of the opposite, got injured in the WBC. Yeah, that's and what then I said. Came out just hot and yeah. just didn't Josh miss said, a step. Yeah. You and producer Josh. All on right, the same page. so we have two for Tucker, page. two How about for this? Tuve. Let's just give it to Dusty Baker. That's what I said. Garrett can't keep it in your face. Do we want to put this up to vote? Damn. Put this up to vote, and then Jordan, we'll, Kyle Tucker, Jose Altuve, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll put up to vote, and then we'll talk about it at the end of like the full season recap. Okay, of you know when okay. it, when it's all over in, right, in no, mid November when we do that episode because yeah, there we go. Yeah. Good, yeah, manifest that. Yeah, let's okay. do it. That's what we'll do. All right, and that's what. We'll all right, do. put it up to vote. Put up to Jose vote. Altuve, Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez. Like right here, is this something we can do? Like right here, uh, a graphic. Uh, no? I, we do not have that technology. Damn it! <laughs> we'll put a Twitter poll up we'll, or something. We'll figure yeah. that out Twitter at some poll. point. Twitter okay. poll. Maybe on YouTube as well. I don't know. Do we'll you call it out. X or Twitter? I just, just call it Twitter. Twitter. I call I Twitter. Know, yeah, Twitter. I, don't, I don't call it X. Just um, call like Jerry World. Jerry World, not AT and T Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's gonna do it for uh, yeah, yeah. Whole regular season recap. That, that was the regular about. season recap. Thank our sponsors uh, once again. Uh, Zing Zang. Um, look, if you're a Bloody Mary fan, you need to try the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. Somewhere right here. It's fire. L- l- literal fire. Uh, like Noah said earlier, they put the bacon in it. Um, shout out Big City Wings, Houston's Wing Joint, Apollo's Wing Joint, and Celebrity Mint. Go follow them on Instagram. You can see all the stuff they're doing with Floyd Mayweather. Jake Paul, Pete Rose, Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and boys. 
Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. ALDS. ALDS. Let's go. Back Let's do it. Again. We've been going to the same party for all these years and it's never time. gets boring. No, yeah. it sure doesn't. <laughs> no, it sure doesn't. Yeah, you'll, we're about to do some uh, previews. For previews. Our pre- preview for our ALDS series. All so right. Josh, you take us out? Is that, is that, that's that's that it. Work? All right. That's going to do it for Beyond the Diamond Podcast. I'm Josh. That was Dez. And that was Brian. Back from the IL. Temporarily back from the IL. And it, he's still kind of on dude, the Dude, you're IL. our Michael Brantley. Yeah. 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 He's still he's you're, still dealing uncle, with the injury. You're Uncle Brian. He's still dealing with the injury. Still came yeah, in and hit three. But I'm here. T.O. Brian. Yeah. T.O. Hey. Dude, we almost got through the whole episode without that. Remember when I told you to go back to Mexico? We will see you next episode. Peace. Love you guys.